My name is Anne Jung. Besides the fact that I recently started a startup with my friends, I'm a completely ordinary college student. On the other hand, there's this person. This person with a dazzling face and breathtaking body. He established his own company in the United States and worked in prominent companies throughout the world. He recently took on the director position at SJ, the largest food company in Korea, diversifying the business and stopping nepotism in the company. He is a man who is said to have caused a revolution for SJ. Global professional manager Kang Dae-yung, although currently he is unemployed. What's surprising is that this person and I are dating. This person is my honey. Yes, you heard that perfectly loud and clear. Annie Jung and Kang Dae-yoon are back. After one year hiatus that felt more like an eternity. Yes, it did. I'm not being dramatic. Let's face the facts. It's been an eternity. Our favorite office romance has yet again blossomed and just in time for spring 2023. So, if like me and a gazillion of other people, and let's be fair, probably the entire rest of the universe, you were waiting for their exos come comeback, then look no further because this episode is the right one for you. And I mean, can somebody actually blame us? I mean... Did you take a good look at the guy? Like, Kang Dae-yoon, sexiest director for all the centuries to come. Kang Dae-yoon, the man who made sock garters extremely sexy. Kang Dae-yoon, with eyebrows that could get you pregnant. And I think, I mean, I don't know if it's a fact, but I think they would. And I mean, Kang Dae-yoon, just simply the daddiest of all the daddy material that's ever came and will ever come in years to come. <sighs> But anyway, before I drool any further on director's pictures, let's get down to business, because I know at the end of the day you're all here for that. However, first and foremost, as per usual, a few rules and regulations for everybody's peace of mind, including mine. So, first and foremost, our beloved, let's say it all together, disclaimer, this content is intended for mature audiences only, can contain strong language, sexual references and mentions of violence, listen and discretion, as per usual, is advised. Secondly, but surely not for order of importance, if you like today's episode, please make sure to show your love and support in any way you possibly can, be it by downloading, subscribing, sharing, you know the drill by now, do whatever the fuck you fancy, as long as it's, of course, consensual, and you spread the love far and wide. It's completely free to do so, and you'll have my undying love and appreciation forever. And now, welcome, welcome. Welcome to today's episode of the MB. I was waiting to do this for such a long time and I'm so happy. I am your host, Ellie, presenting to you season 3, episode 21, Work Love Balance, aka Guess Who's Back, Kang Taeyun. Let's rock. Well, as you could hear from the introduction, it seems like Jung and the director are well busy enjoying their so-called honeymoon phase, living together in Jung's studio flat and acting like two lovebirds. But before we proceed any further with our story, let's have a look at where we left off exactly one year ago. 
After a few unfortunate misunderstandings, the director and Yoon have finally started dating. Team Sinko, aka Yoon's startup co-founded with his childhood friend Nam Mina, has successfully finished their first project and the director basically went in like a bum to eradicate all sorts of corruption from SJ before stepping down from his position as director in said company. And because that is actually a very crucial moment for our story, let me refresh your memory just a tad little bit about that, because yeah, basically we're carrying on from there, so it's only fair and square that we do that. So, I'm gonna give you a snippet from episode 90 of Ornorov, and regarding that, if you're here today, I am assuming that you're all like mega fans of Honorov and hence why you're here to hear about Workload Balance. However, maybe you're here, it's your first time, it's out of curiosity, so... To give you a bit of context, Work Love Balance is currently being published and it is the spin-off or of a previous story by A1, which was called On or Off. And yeah, that's it. So the snippet that I'm about to give you is like from episode 90, and that's when uh, the director is stepping down from his position at SJ. So, in his own words, as we like to do. We have dismissed the executives and staff members involved in this matter. We will form a new executive board made up of our workers in order to transform SJ into a company of integrity. We apologize deeply to the shareholders of SJ and our fellow citizens for not catching and preventing this at an earlier date. Today, I will step down from my position as the director of SJ. That is all. And this is how we got to where we are today with Kang Dae-yoon living his not-so-best household slash tropy boyfriend tropy why did I say tropy? it's not tropy, trophy boyfriend life and Dae-yoon basically preparing to find investors for the new project of Team Cinco which is going pretty well so good on you guys your startup is going to go a long way I'm sure of it so with that being said with only 11 chapters released and a lot of light-hearted romance what should we expect from this new comic by A1? Now, for me, personally, I'm sensing that Honor Off was kind of like the launchpad, if that is the right term to describe it, but basically like the launchpad for all the juice that's gonna happen next. And, I mean, trust me, the starting line was extra juicy already, so we can only get better from here, I assume. So... With Honor Off, we were introduced to the characters and their everyday life, all the while they were, like, trying to navigate these new feelings that they were having towards one another. Like, uh, you, you may not remember this, but Director Kang was straight prior to meeting Yoong, and we can't say this started off in the best of terms, so, yeah. It was a bit... They needed to kind of find a balance in between themselves, not to repeat myself, and if you don't remember what happened, basically... Uh, Eung went to find investors at SJ for the game that Team Cinco was producing. Uh, the presentation didn't go as it was supposed to go, so it didn't go well at all. However, he followed director Kang to a bar. He tried to bribe him with sex. They had sex. Uh, the game was picked, not certainly for the performance in bed. And the story extend, like expanded and carried on from there but yeah so i mean somebody might enjoy this kind of stuff to me it wasn't exactly the best way to start a relationship but anyway all's end what well, ends well but basically it was a whole lot of 91 chapters of defining themselves and their relationship and now it's going to be them enjoying every 
moment of it and every minute of like what's to come and oh boy am i ready for it i am so so ready for it and i know you are too so let's just dive head on into it <coughs> you already heard plenty that our favorite office couple started living together however how did that actually happen to make a long story short, chapter 1 is starting right from when we ended on chapter 91. The director and Yi-Yung are walking together in the snow until we discover that the director will have to stay a few days at the hotel because they're changing the pipes in his apartment. I mean, nothing major, right? It happens from time to time. Now, could Yi-Yung, however, possibly let his precious and most of all unemployed boyfriend spend money on a very expensive hotel? Not a chance. Hence why he offers his bed, and not just that, obviously, to Dae-Yung, who is more than willing to accept the offer. I mean... <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm not gonna say nothing no more. But anyway. <laughs> but honestly, Yung thinking that the director is penniless just because he left his position at SJ? Absolute gold. But, you know what? Let's hear it from the boy himself, shall we? From episode one, and that's of course Lee Young's point of view. He looks happy. I only offered my place because staying at a hotel would be a waste of money. Wait, that makes it sound like I have an ulterior motive. What do you think? I was being seductive. No. Even if he didn't think of it like that, we'll be spending the next few days together in the same house. That's, that's a big deal. Why did I think about this so casually? We might do it. As soon as we get inside. Hmm. Hey, Jung. Honey, Jung, my boy, you cunning fox. Using the money as an excuse to have the director 24-7 with you. And use him as your own personal sex doll. I respect that, my boy. I completely respect that. And anyway. Every doubt he could have is completely shattered during chapter 4. Where an over-enthusiast Jung will describe to us his newfound room-sharing situation and his joys. Is Joyce and it's Joyce. A situation is not a person, it's a thing. Thank you. Thank you, English, for always slipping out of my tongue and not in the way which I would want it to be. But anyway, chapter four, Eung's point of view again. My honey sings for me, gives me hugs, prepares dinner for me, does it with me, hugs me tightly before bed, makes me breakfast in the morning, irons my shirt, wears the tracksuit I got him at the local supermarket on my way home from work, prepares dinner for me, bathes me, does it with me again, hugs me tightly until I fall asleep, prepares breakfast for me in the morning and gets my clothes ready. How can my life be this perfect? It's been the best two days of my entire life. Sure thing. But what about Director Kang's point of view? Well, as much as he's enjoying fucking Yeung on every room and on every door, and I mean, there's not that many, because at the end of the day, it's a studio flat, but still, he's enjoying that bit. But he's had enough of it. Mm -mm. Yeah, reason being, the bed is too small for a gigantic beast like him. I kid you not, you heard me right. The director is sleep deprived. And not because of the sex and all the naughty naughty activities he's been doing, Nana. Nah. He doesn't fit in the bed and he can't sleep. Simple as. Mm. Yeah, I know. Not very interesting, but still, it is what it is. So, we can all imagine his joy when on chapter 5 he is forced to leave a young studio flat to go to a fancy, fancy hotel. Let me give you a bit of a backstory on that. 
when he first went to Yung's apartment, he told the neighbor he was his uncle in order not to create any like misunderstandings slash weird situations. However, the plan backfires when well, guess who comes visiting and guess who comes knocking on Yung's door? Yung's auntie. The actual auntie, you know? Who mistakes the director for a pervy stalker since Yung, guess what? Doesn't have any uncles. Just an auntie, probably. So yeah. But fret not. If you're thinking this is going to cause any problem for the couple, rest assured. Upon finishing his shift at work, Young joins the director at his new accommodation for a raunchy and very noisy night of passion. Why am I emphasizing the fact that it's noisy? It's because on the studio flat the, room, the walls were very thin, so they couldn't make a noise, so the director is adamant on hearing noises at the hotel. So there you have it. <coughs> From episode 8. I always wonder why hotels had so many pillows on the beds. I guess they're used for cases like that. And if you're wondering what the case is, let's just say it involves a lot of licking, nibbling and moaning. Tones. A bit. And I mean, we wouldn't expect any less from Kang Dayun, I would say. But it's not all sex and games under the sun, since Si Jung is a very, very serious person and worker and <laughs> found himself a new mission in his life which is being successful and made a lot of money in order to support his darling director, who he believes to be on the brink of bankruptcy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you see the clothing the director is wearing, does he look to you like a man on the brink of bankruptcy? Not a chance. He should see the state of me. And he will change his mind completely. So, hence why, between one sex session and the other, he's been preparing like a madman for his presentation at the investment fair, where he hopes to find a suitable investor, not to repeat myself, for Senko's new project. And guess who will be on the front row at the fair with the VIPs ready to invest and apparently join Ting Senko as well? That's right, director Kang himself. He is back with a blessed and a three-piece suit to die for and he will become the sole investor of his darling's company. Are we smelling yet again? some office romance and a lot, a ton, a gazillion of naughty naughty activities at the desk. We sure are. We sure are. And unfortunately that is basically where we are left off. This is the story so far. But I mean with 11 chapters out we wouldn't like what were you expecting? What was I expecting in the first place? So yeah this is it for today but don't get too agitated we'll be back at it sooner than expected because I mean, I am just assuming it, but if you're here, there must be a reason. And I mean, you sure love this story as much as I do. So here is the plan going forward for work, love, balance, etc, etc. Every 10 chapters or so, or at least when there's going to be something, let's say, interesting happening. We're going to do a catch up episode so we can follow the story step by step. And I would say to our hearts content. And because content rhymes with content at least in my brain, what should we expect from the plot of work, love, bal... Oh, what did I write here? Work, love, balance, as we go on. Well, besides the plenty of sex and all that jazz, I mean, mm -mm. I mean, we all know by now they can't take their hands off each other. And I mean, what is an office romance story without all the kinky activities at the office? Is it even worth be like being called an office romance? Not a chance. So beside all of that, you might remember then Honorov was like delightfully free from all that drama that we've been witnessing on stuff like 
yeah i may i may repeat myself a tad bit but i'm seeing spoilers of pearl boy all over the place and i've had enough of the drama i've had enough of it so yeah do you remember honor of it was drama free completely drama free or even if there was a bit of drama it was solved in the like in the blink of an eye it was delightful it was lovely and i couldn't get enough of the fact that i wouldn't suffer every chapter every step of the way so yeah i'd say that's what we'll see this time around as well i would i imagine like if you created something that worked why would you change the formula if the formula works might as well apply it to the new one as well so yeah i would say no drama plenty of sex we're all gonna be happy ever after the end although I mean, it wouldn't be too bad to see someone trying to snatch Jung away from the director. Maybe, no, no, maybe a new employer who will try his best to make Mr. Ran his one and only. Um, I'm just saying that. With all the talking, like, oh, I don't want no drama and saying that. I just want to see, like, director Khan getting jealous a little bit. That's what I want to see. So, just a little bit of drama, but as I said, in the blink of an eye, it's going to be done and dusted and dealt with it. I don't want to see no drama. As usual, we will wait and see. I guess, but... Well, I have high expectations for this, so let's hope they're not gonna be shattered in five chapters or so. We will see. And before we gather to say our final goodbyes, because I love you, and I know you're thirsty, I know you are, don't try to deny it, so i leave you with a little snippet from episode three. And this is from the point of view of Yi-Yung's neighbor, whom the director was introduced to as Yi-Yung's uncle, that is the famous neighbor that he met. Great side character, she embodies all of us in her. So, neighbor's point of view. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, she's speaking on the phone with her friend, it's not like she's talking by herself like a madman. <clears throat> you know how I told you there was a cute guy next door? I saw his uncle, and he's so good-looking. Jeez, I'm telling the truth. I admit my standards is to be really low, but I'm not the same person as I was back then. If my uncle looked like that, I would totally, totally commit a sin. You'd agree with me if you saw him. I'm not lying. Jesus, don't lie. I can't just show you. And there I say, wouldn't we all? So thank you. For staying with me until the end of today's episode. I hope you had a wonderful time. And always remember, I do appreciate the love and support you're always showing me. I see you and I thank you. And for real, for real, I see all the likes, the downloads and all that jazz. And honestly, thank you. Because, like, I haven't been that constant in this last period. But, like, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. But still, especially, like, with my mental health, it's not been in the best place, I would say. But I see the love, I feel the love, and you guys keep me going. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I'm sorry for my my not-so-good pronouncing and tongue-twisting at the moment. But the aligners are going to go in a month or so. So hopefully after this, it's only going to get better. The sky is the limit, and hopefully the aligner was the limit as well. And after that, everything is going to be jolly good. So I'll see you all next time. But in the meantime, please stay hydrated, especially if you're here in England. It is boiling, boiling. I'm melting on the chair as I speak. And make sure to engage in plenty of kinky, but you know, always consensual activities. Because what's sexy in here, guys? Consent. Until then, upwards and onwards we go.